Welcome back. Now heads of states and government uh, players are gathered at the COP28 summit in the UAE. These leaders have committed to tripling global renewable energy capacity by 2030. While these ambitions have been welcomed, an international non-profit organization, Climate Group, has highlighted policy barriers that are holding back the market uptake of renewables in some of the world's largest economies. And the group's director for energy, Sam Kimmins, joins me now to share more of the detail. Thank you so much for your time, Sam. Now, let's actually start off with those targets and the processes to reach them. Is there enough detail in there? Well, first of all, it's absolutely fantastic that the G20 has agreed to this target. It's what's needed, um, and now we just need to get on with it. Um, a lot of the detail will be up to individual countries to to develop. Um, what we really need to see is countries really pushing, governments really pushing forward on those enabling policies that allow investment in their renewable electricity systems. Yeah, so for us to get to this detail, is it a case of there are some gaps in ambition in terms of actually implementing the things that need to be implemented for us to get to those targets? But maybe both from a government and corporate side, or maybe the other one is just less ambitious than the, than the other. Well, let's start with the corporate side. Yeah. So the campaign that we run, RE100, brings together over 400 corporates, uh, household names, including Samsung, Panasonic, um, Google, Unilever, yeah. from around the world, all committed to using 100% renewable electricity. And South Africa's Investec uh, recently joined us. Together, those companies represent demand for electricity of over 400 terawatt hours of electricity. To put that in, in real world terms, that's around half the total electricity demand of Africa. Wow. Um, so that's a considerable amount. And those companies are investing billions of dollars in order to achieve those goals. But where that money is going depends on where the policy is, is right to enable that investment. What the companies are not, they're not asking for subsidies. What they're asking for is enabling policies that allow them to invest and remove, remove bureaucratic barriers. Yeah. Well, actually, what are the gaps in uh, some of those policies? Is there also maybe just policy uncertainty on that front? Absolutely. Certainty is, is critical. What yeah. we need is government to set really, really clear targets and stick with them. And that's what's so important about this uh, announcement from the G20. It's what's so important about uh, governments uh, um, setting net zero targets, etc. It sends a really clear signal to the government. So, sorry, to, to the market. Yes, yes. But then we get into the nitty gritty. And it's in terms of corporates investing this money, um, you need, first of all, the mechanisms by which companies can buy renewables in a fair market. For example, power purchase agreements that allow companies to go, right, I'd like to buy all my electricity from that solar farm or that wind farm. And a great example of this, Heineken um, has recently signed a deal with solar just out for a, a solar farm just outside Johannesburg uh, with 14,000 solar panels to power a significant proportion of their business. They're able to do that because the South African government has actually enabled those direct deals between buyers and sellers of renewables in the solar market. That needs to now to be expanded to the offshore wind market and, and other areas. 
A second um, element that needs to be up, uh, needs to be considered by governments is not just allowing companies to do that, but making sure it's not a bureaucratic bundle of red tape. And another great example from the South African government, um, they have recently removed the need for complex and, and difficult uh, licensing to install solar, solar arrays of up to 100 megawatts. So this is a really exciting time. The South African government does seem to be listening and does seem to be acting and taking note that this corporate investment is available Things need to go faster, of course. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the cost of fossil fuels versus renewable energy and how that translates or should tra Does it actually translate, um, you know, the, the affordability of renewables? Does it translate to the end consumer? Yeah, so the reason why the businesses in RE100 are, want 100% renewable electricity is because, one, it makes environmental sense, but secondly, it makes business sense. In two-thirds of the country, if markets around the world, renewables are the cheapest form of electricity. They are cheaper than the cheapest form of coal-fired power, coal power plant. And so that's, you know, it speaks for itself. It's, um, the IEA recently announced that solar is the cheapest form of electricity in history. Now, where this doesn't translate is in countries where there is very small scale of, of renewables industry or where there are bureaucratic barriers in the way or difficult, you know, very expensive connection costs for solar, for wind, etc. And so there can be artificial barriers. The other thing is subsidies for fossil fuels. Um, the you know, if, if fossil fuels are heavily subsidised, the taxpayer is paying for exp expensive polluting fuels. They're paying twice over. Mm. Whereas if you uh, if you use renewables, it doesn't need the subsidy. Uh, Sam, how quickly do countries like South Africa need, or how quickly can they shake off fossil fuels, considering the need for the green energy transition to be just? So. Every country needs to be acting very, very fast. And the great thing is, the bigger the scale of the renewables industry, the cheaper the renewables get. Uh, the other thing is that renewables are a fantastic job creator. Just one gigawatt of wind can create up to 130,000 jobs over the five-year design and construction period, and a further 12,000 jobs over the 25-year um, operation phase of that plant. If you compare that to South Africa's um, uh, um, coal uh, industry, depending on who you speak to, that's around 90,000 people in the actual extraction industry and um, 130,000 in total if you include transport and processing of coal. And so given that South Africa would need to install around 10 gigawatts mm. of renewables every year to be 100% renewable by 2050 you can you know that's around 10 times the coal industry every year in terms of employment interesting it's a win 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 yeah all right well thank you so much for your time and just uh, giving us insight on uh, what is needed to unlock uh, investment there in uh, the renewables uh, energy space thank you so much for your time sam uh, that was the director for energy at climate group sam kimmins Thank <laughs> you.